Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connecting from at this moment. I welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Time of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take this session of intercessory prayer. God bless you, Ma. Esteemed family, right away, we'll be praying for the security agencies and military bodies and personnel of nations of the world. Today, esteemed family, we are interceding for nations and declaring an exposure of spies, intelligent spies, embedded in the military arms and security agencies of nations. We're going to pray according to the word of God in Jeremiah 49, verse 16. And we're, we're going to decree today that the horror that these men and women inspire, which has deceived them, and the pride of their hearts of the, and the pride of the hearts of them who live in the clefts of the rock and hold the heights of hills are shattered in the name of Jesus. We decree that though they make their nest as high as the eagles, that the Lord of the heaven's army will bring them down from there. We decree that there is no hiding place for these treasonous men and women who trade and batter on the intelligence, the security intelligence of nations, that no nation will provide safety for them. We decree today that their acts of wickedness are exposed and is revealed today. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, we halt their evil works, we undermine their influence, we cut off their resources, and we, we, we channel those resources to the church. We're going to decree today that these men and women find no hiding place for the nefarious works that they do, that it, they find no hiding place, and that all the wickedness, the, the, the intelligence of nations which has been sold to destabilize government, to destabilize the, the, the security of nations that is leading to insecurity, that is leading to incessant bloodshed in nations of the world, that these works of wickedness are caught permanently cut down today among nations, esteemed family, wherever you are, kindly unmute your mic and begin to intercede fervently. Makote <laughs> Intele <laughs> 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Oh, thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, loving Father, for the military bodies and security agencies of the world. Father, oh God, we thank you because you have exposed the wickedness of men and women who battle and profit from the military and security intelligence of nations. Father, oh God, you have exposed the nefarious acts of wickedness of these men and women who collude with politicians who collude with statesmen, who collude with other, um, other uh, the leadership of the military and security agencies of, of, of nations of the world to sell intelligence of nations, to destabilize the government of the day, to destabilize the banking industry, to destabilize the economic industry, the infrastructures of the state, king of glory. Father, these acts of wickedness are exposed today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O God, because nations are smart away from these men and women, oh God. Father, oh God, thank you because the influence and the affluence of these men and women, oh God, they are cut off, oh God. They are cut off, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father, they find no place to perpetrate their wickedness, oh God. Father, oh God, men and women that trade in weapons, weapons of warfare, weapons of mass destruction, men and women that are profiting from war, profiting from conflict. Father, what God, your word says that even if they stay as even if they dwell in the clefts of the rock, that you will bring them down from there. Father, we thank you, O God. Thank you, O God, because they are exposed, O God. Father, we got this, this spice, this Spice, oh God, their hearts are turned away from evil, oh God. Their hearts are turned away from evil, oh God. Today, in the name of Jesus, all their agenda is for peace. Men and women fueling the, the war in Ukraine, the war in Afghanistan, the conflict in Pakistan, in South Sudan, in Sudan, in Libya. 
Today, oh God, they are cut off. They are cut off. Their influence is cut off permanently from nations. In the name of Jesus and peace, oh God, tranquility, serenity is restored. Righteousness is restored in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, King of glory, because, oh God, you are God all by yourself. Thank you because nations are safe today, for you are the one watching over them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And right away, in family, we are going straight into prayer for nations having their elections. And um, we're going to be thanking God today for Nigeria that um, even though the um, elections just concluded on Saturday um, with so much going on, so much still going on concerning that election, there's been um, threats and um, there's something something that's been circulating in the social media about um, some people who have planned for revolution today, people who have planned for protest. In fact, 20th of March, which is today, there has been so much that people have been saying would happen today. But we know that the devil has been permanently vanquished. He has been permanently vanquished and he has no place in this nation. The Bible, Bible made us to understand that Jesus defeated him in it all. You know, he has been permanently defeated and everything he's doing is like the last kick of a dying horse. He is down and he is up, out. Today, esteemed family, we are going to declare that the almighty God proves his respite. Sorry, excuse me. Please, come, maybe kindly mute our mics. Because if I meet everyone, we will not be able to unmute the prayer. We're going to pray today that we're going to declare that the Almighty God proves his despise for the enemies of Nigeria. We're going to proclaim God's judgment on the spotted elitism of evil leadership and the corrupting influence of wicked leaders in Nigeria. They are men and women who have made up their mind that this country, it is either the rule or there is no Nigeria. They are ready to, they are, on Saturday, the election was characterized with all manner of sacrifice. It was more of a spiritual war than a physical voting. They are men who have put down the blood of other men Men who have sat in darkness and have drunk the blood of others to the point of intoxication. They are men who have treaded on the bodies and the flesh, the skin of men, the organs of men, the lives of even their own families, just to be leaders, just to rule this country. Esteemed family, we're gonna decree that God shows his despise to them because the Bible says, in Proverbs 17, 15, 23, and 26, 
that the Lord despises those who say that bad is good and good is and good is bad. It is wrong to accept a bribe to twist justice. How short-sighted to find the godly for being good and to punish the nobles for being honest. The New Living Bible. We're going to decree that God proves his despise. God shows his despise. That God shows his judgment to these men who have looked at this country and have proclaimed that good is bad and bad is good. Men who have sat in darkness to drink the blood of Nigerians, men who have sat in darkness to trade the organs of Nigerians, men who have battered with the lives of Nigerians and have placed themselves in the so-called authority and power. In their own imagination, they think they rule. <laughs> ah, but all they know is pain and misery because God will show his despise to them. Today we're going to proclaim that his mighty, his mighty hand come upon these men and women and that their Nigeria is snatched away from them. That today they are cut off from this country. That they are permanently cut off from this country. And everything that pertains to them is cut down from this country. The esteemed family, wherever you are, kindly unmute your mic and begin to pray. Shut up, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that
Father God, we proclaim today that your mercy is without from this man in the name of Jesus and they the judgment. God, you prove your despise for men that trouble the peace of this nation, for men that trouble the well-being of this nation. Every despoticalism of evil leadership in Nigeria, it is cut down and out today in the name of Jesus. Corrupting influence of wickedness, of wicked leaders, every consequence of their wickedness upon the people. That it is cut off in the name of Jesus. In any way they have found it themselves in power. It is all for nothing. Like a rabbit dog, oh God, you put them down. You put them down. You put them down. In the name of Jesus. You hurt them, oh God. In the name of Jesus. They cease to trouble this nation. In the name of Jesus. They cease to trouble your people. In the name of Jesus. For the wise man by God, oh God. Oh God, who put them to death by your hand, they come down in the name of Jesus. They have no place in this nation. Father, we expel them from Nigeria. We expel their works of wickedness from this nation in the name of Jesus. Oh Father, we thank you. Ah, thank you, oh God. Thank you for what you're doing in this country. For we know, we know. We know that the safe time to favor Nigeria is now. It is now. It is now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' matchless name, we have prayed. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear esteemed family, for being part of today's intercessory prayers. God bless you so much. And I want to thank especially dear esteemed Sister Maka for the opportunity 
to take these sessions of intercessory prayer. And to the esteemed prayer team, your esteemed Pastor Deborah and esteemed Sister Tina, God bless you so much for everything you do. Thank you, everyone, and do enjoy the rest of the devotion. I will now hand over to your esteemed Sister Motinta, who will take us in the praise and worship session. Over to you, esteemed Sister Motinta, ma. God bless you, ma. God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, God of the prophets, you're before things in time, Father of spirits, Father of lies, you're the author of all things. God of Abraham, my Lord and King, ocean of Jacob, same yesterday, today. Father of mercy, Father of grace, you're the author of all things. God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, God of the prophets, you're before all things in time. Father of spirits, Father of lights, you're the one who lives forever. God of Abraham, my Lord and King, the portion of Jacob, same yesterday, today. Father of mercy, Father of grace, you're the author of all things. A thousand tongues will never be enough to describe you. Not even words will ever be enough to tell the triumph of your grace. A thousand tongues will never be enough to describe you. Not even words will ever be enough to tell the triumph of your grace. My God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, God of the prophets, you're before things in time, Father of spirits, Father of lights. You're the one who lives 
lives forever. God of Abraham, my Lord and King. The portion of Jacob, same yesterday, today. Father of mercy, Father of grace. You're the author of all things. A thousand tongues will never be enough to describe you. Not even words will ever be enough to tell the triumph of your grace. A thousand tongues will never be enough to describe you. Not even words will ever be enough to tell the triumph of your grace. You're the greatest, your name is the highest, your power irresistible. You're the greatest, your name is the highest, your power irresistible. Lord, you're the greatest. Your name is the highest, your power irresistible. A thousand tongues will never be enough to describe you. Oh, Jesus, not even Never be enough to tell the triumph of your grace. A thousand tongues will never be enough to describe you. Enough to tell the truth. A thousand tongues will never be enough to describe you. You are indescribable, O God. Uh, what can the carnal mind of a man be able to describe about you? What? Not even words. Not even words are enough to tell of your triumphal God. Words are not enough. That is why you gave us the tongues of the Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Almighty Father. Our loving Father, our loving Father, thank you. 
thank you. You are indescribable. You are unfathomable. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father of spirits. Father of light. The one who lives forever. Ah! You are the monarch of the universe. The possessor of heaven and earth. The giver of life. The father of lights. You are love personified. You are love. Thank you. Thank you for who you are to us. Thank you for who you are to us. Thank you for who you are to us. Oh, we give you all the praise today. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father, because it pleases you when we worship you. We worship you, Father, for it pleasures you when we worship you. We worship you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Mutinta, for, for that time of worship. God bless you so much, Ma. And um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening once again, esteemed family, for being part of today's devotion. God bless you. And um, today is the 20th of March, it's a Monday morning. And the topic for our today's um, devotional is triumphant in Christ. I want to thank especially dear esteemed Pastor Ndapandilama for sharing our screen. And the theme scripture for today is taken from 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14. And the Bible says, Now thanks be unto God, which always caused us to triumph in Christ and make it manifest the favor of his knowledge by us in every place. Hallelujah. I'd recommend that um, this scripture, in your perfect time, you may want to read it in message and again um, in tippity. Um, it, 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 it promises to hit you differently. The word, the world, pastor says, the world today might be experiencing terrible, agonizing times. But the Bible clearly shows that these things aren't new. The thing that had been, that it is, okay, sorry, I'll take that again. The thing that had been, it is that which shall be. And that which, and that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Ecclesiastes 1 verse 9. There were economic hardship, deception, fear, and terrorism back then as they are today. These things, okay, these were and still are tricks used by the adversary to oppress people. But our God is faithful throughout all generations. He leads us in perpetual triumph. It doesn't matter the darkness in the world. Refuse to fear. <laughs> hey. the, 
did, did anybody else hear that? <laughs> it doesn't matter the darkness in the world. Refuse to fear. I'm going to come back to this place later. I'm going to share. Oh, if I oh, I, I don't think I have time, but there is something in this in this place. First John 4 4 says, let's continue reading. Ye are God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God has ordained your victory, promotion, and prosperity in the midst of darkness. He already planned that you will be you will be a success in this life. Ah <laughs> He already planned. <laughs> I'm a success. I am a success. I am a success because he already planned it. He wasn't going to put it in the blueprint tomorrow. No, he is not thinking about putting it into the plan. I, Kelvin Sudeze, I am a success in this life. I lay up wealth as dust. I do the things of the kingdom without support, without needing any aid. I have all sufficiency to forget the gospel of the Lord, to move the frontiers of the gospel to the ends of the earth. I can do all things because I am a success. Is somebody saying that to themselves? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. He already planned that you be a success in this life. Irrespective of what's going on in the world around you. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Through him that loves us. For I am persuaded. Ah, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah! Romans 8. 37 to 39. Child of God, refuse to fear. I know you've been reading up 
on what is happening in the ba banking industry, in the banking world. I know the news is before you. I know that a lot of contemplations have been going on about what is happening. What are they hiding? What are they planning to do? Are we safe? Should we bring out the money? How, what do we do with the money? What, how, what are we, how are we going to survive? Child of God, stop, halt! Halt! Because nothing, nothing should ever make you afraid. The Bible says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Stop. Just stop. Plow yourself into the world. Because in the world, you will find all the clarity and the peace you need. Stop. Stop tossing and stop tumbling. Stop doubting. Stop being afraid. Nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of your father. It has already been planned that in times such as this, it has already been planned that in Nigeria today, it has already been planned that irrespective of everything that is happening in the world, that you will succeed. You live above and never beneath. You are always on the top. Always. Always reigning and ruling. Do not let the devil drag you down with fear to his level. Don't let him pull you down. Don't go against the confessions that you've made. Don't negate the power of the word of God that you have put into you. Remember, you have been, you will always be triumphant in Christ because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take this Rhapsody of Reality session today. And thank you, dearest in family, for being a part of it. I hope you were blessed. Enjoy the rest of the devotion. And I will now hand over to dear esteemed Pastor Nye, who will take us in the further studies. Over to you, esteemed Pastor Nye, my God bless you. Thank you, esteemed Sister Kevulius. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Happy New Week, praise God. Psalm 37 from 18. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. Psalm 91. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at new day. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Please, let's take the confession together. I thank you, Father, 
for your glory in my life. For making the lines fall onto me in pleasant places and giving me a goodly heritage. I live and walk in wealth and health. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am the glory of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we're in the book of Luke, chapter 3. we we'll start from verse 1. Praise God. Caption, a baptism life of change. In the 15th year of the rule of Caesarea Tiberius, it, it was why Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, ruler of Galilee, his brother Philip, ruler of Ituria, and Triconitus, Lysanias, ruler of Abilene, doing the chief priesthood of Annas and Sapphias, John, Zachariah's son, out in the desert at the time, received a message from God. He went all through the country around the Jordan River, preaching a baptism of life change leading to forgiveness of sin, as described in the words of Isaiah the prophet. Thunder in the desert, prepare God's arrival, make the road smooth and straight. Every ditch will be filled in, every bump smoothened out, the details straightened out, all the roads paved over, everyone will be there to see the parade of God's salvation. When crowds of people came out for baptism because it was a popular thing to do, John exploded. Broads of snakes, what do you think you are doing? Slittering down here to the river. You think a little water on your snake skins is going to deflect God's judgment? It's your life that must change, not your skin. And don't think you can pull rank by claiming Abraham as father. Being a child of Abraham is neither here nor there. Children of Abraham are a dime a dozen. God can make children for stones if he wants. What counts is your life? Is it green and flourishing? Because if it's dead wood, it goes on the fire. The crowd asked him, then what are we supposed to do? If you have to set coats, give one away, he said. Do the same with your food. Taxmen also came to be baptized and said, teacher, what should we do? He told them, no more exhaustion, collect only what's required by law. So just asked him, and what should we do? Praise God. And what should we do? He told them, no harassments, no blackmail, and be content with your rations. The interest of the people by now was building. They were all beginning to wonder, could this be John the Messiah? But John intervened. I'm baptizing you here in the river. The main character in this drama, to whom I'm, mere, I'm a mere stagehand, will ignite the kingdom life, a fire, the Holy Spirit within you, changing you from the inside out. It's going to clean house, make a clean sweep of your lives. He will place everything true in its proper place before God. Everything false he will put out with the trash, with the trash to be burned. There was a lot more of this. Words that gave strength to the people. Words that put heart in them. The message. But Herod the ruler, stung by John's rebuke in the matter of Herodias, his brother's Philip's wife, capped his long strings of evil deeds. With, with this outrage, 
they put John in jail. After all, the people were baptized. Jesus was baptized. As he was praying, the sky opened up and the Holy Spirit, like a dove descending, came down on him. And along with the Spirit, a voice, you are my son, chosen and marked by my love, pride of my life. Caption, son of Adam, son of God. When Jesus entered public life, he was about 30 years old, the son in public perception of Joseph, who was the son of Heli, the son of Matat, son of Levi, son of Meki, son of Jenai, son of Joseph, son of Matthias, son of Amos, son of Nahum, son of Elis, son of Naga, son of Mark, son of Matthias, son of Simeon, son of Joseph, son of Judah, son of Jonah, son of Rise, son of Zerubbabel, son of Selitel, son of Neri, son of Mechi, son of Adi, son of Kosan, son of Elmadam, son of El, son of Joshua, son of Elize, son of Jory, son of Mahat, son of Levi, son of Simeon, son of Judah, son of Joseph, son of Joma, son of Elikim, son of Meli, son of Meta, son of Mataha, son of Nathan, son of David, son of Jesse, son of Obed, son of Boaz, son of Salom, son of Nahor, son of Abinibab, son of Adni, son of Ani, son of Helson, son of Perez, son of Judah, son of Jacob, son of Isaac, son of Abraham, son of Terah, son of Nahor, son of Serug, son of Reu, son of Peleg, son of Ebna, son of Selah, son of Kenan, son of Afahats, son of Sem, son of Noah, son of Lemek, son of Methuselah, son of Enosh, son of Jed, son of Mahalele, son of Kena, son of Enos, son of Seth, son of Adam, son of God, praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. And so we thank you to Stamaka for this opportunity to have a prolific day, everybody. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of your Bible reading plan. Thank you, Pastor Nye, for that amazing read. Glory to God. So, Shalabaya. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity of reading Deuteronomy 16 and 17 this morning. Hallelujah. So, observe the month of Abi by celebrating the Passover to God, your God. It was in the month of Abi that God, your God, delivered you by night from Egypt, offered the Passover sacrifice to God, your God, at the place God chooses to worship by establishing his name there. Don't eat yeast bread with it. For seven days, eat it with unraised bread, hard times, hard times bread. <laughs> because you left Egypt in a hurry. That bread will keep the memory fresh of how you left Egypt for as long as you live. There is to be no sign of yeast anywhere for seven days and don't let any of the meat 
that you sacrifice in the evening be left over until morning. Don't sacrifice a Passover in any of the towns that God your God gives you other than the one God your God designates for worship. There and there only you will offer the Passover sacrifice at evening as the sun goes down, marking the time that you left Egypt. Boil and eat it at a place designated by God your God. Then at daybreak, turn around and go home. Eat unraised bread for six days. Set aside a seventh day as a holiday. Don't do any work. Starting from the day you put the sickle to the ripe grain, count out seven weeks. Celebrate the feast of weeks to God your God by bringing your free will offering. Give as generously as God your God has blessed you. Rejoice in the presence of God your God. You, your son, your daughter. The servant, the maid, the Levite who lives in your neighborhood, foreigner, orphan, and widow among you rejoice at the place God your God will set aside to be worshipped. Don't forget that you were once a slave in Egypt, so be diligent in observing these regulations. Observe the Feast of Boots for seven days when you gather the harvest from your threshing floor and your wine vats. Rejoice at your festival. You, your son, your daughter, your servants, your maids, the Levites, the foreigner, and the orphans, and widows who live in your neighborhood, celebrate the feast to God your God for seven days at the place God designates. God your God has been blessing you in your harvest and in all your work, so make a day of it. Really celebrate. All your men must appear before God your God three times each year at the place he designates at the feast of unraised bread, which is the Passover at the Feast of Weeks and at the Feast of Boots. No one is to show up in the presence of God empty-handed. Each man must bring as much as he can manage, giving generously in response to the blessings of God your God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Appoint judges and officers organized by tribes in all the towns that God your God is giving. They are to judge the people Fairly and honestly, don't twist the law. Don't play favorites. Don't take a bribe. A bribe blinds even a wise person. It undermines the intentions of the best of people. The rights, the rights, pursue only what is right. It is the only way you can live, really live and possess the land that God, your God, is given. It says pursue only the rights. Pursue only what is right. It is the only way you can really live and possess the land that God, your God, is given. Don't plant fertility Asherah trees alongside the altar of God, your God that you build. Don't set up phallic sex pillars. God, your God, hates them. Praise the Lord. Chapter 17. And don't sacrifice to God, your God, an ox or sheep that is defective or has anything at all wrong with it. That is an abomination, an insult to God, your God. If you find anyone within the towns that God, your God, is giving you doing what is wrong in God's eyes, breaking his covenant by going off to worship other gods, bowing down to them, the sun, sea, or the moon, or any rebel sky gods, look at the evidence and investigate carefully. You find that it is true, that in fact an abomination has been committed in Israel, then you are to take the man or woman who did this evil thing outside your city gates and stone the man or the woman. All stones are the person until death. Only 
on the testimony of two or three witnesses may a person be put to death. No one may be put to death on the testimony of one witness. Witnesses must throw the first stones in the execution. Then the rest of the community joins in. You have to purge the evil from your community. When matters of justice come up that are too much for you, add cases regarding homicides, legal disputes, fights, take them up to the central place of worship that God your God has designated. Bring them to the Levitical priests and the judge who is in office at the time. Consult them and they will hand down the decision for you. Then carry out their verdicts at the place designated by God your God. Do what they tell you in exactly the way they tell you. Follow their instructions precisely. Don't leave out anything. Don't add anything. Anyone who presumes to override or twist the decision handed down by the priest or judge who was acting in the presence of God your God is as good as dead. Root him out. Read Israel of the evil. Everyone who will take notice and be impressed that will put an end to presumptuous behavior when you enter the land that God your God is giving you and take it over and settle down and then say, I'm going to get me a king. King like all the nations around me. Make sure you get yourself a king whom God your God chooses. Choose your king from among your kinsmen. Don't take a foreigner, only a kinsman. And make sure he doesn't build up a war machine amassing military horses and chariots. You must not send people to Egypt to get more horses. Because God told you, you will never go back there again. Make sure he doesn't build a Build up a harem, collecting wives who would divert him from the straight and narrow child. I'm waiting Solomon do this. Make sure he doesn't pile up a lot of silver and gold. It's what must be done. When he sits down on the throne of his kingdom, the first thing he must do is to make himself a copy of this revelation on his scroll. Copy under the supervision of the Levitical priests. That scroll is to remain at his side at all times. He is to study it every day. So that he may learn what it means to fear his God, living in reverent obedience before these rules and regulations by following them, he must not become proud and arrogant, changing the commands at whim to suit himself or making up his own versions. If he reads and learns, he will have a long reign as king of Israel, he and his sons, blessed be God. Now, hand over to Brother Francis. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a beautiful week. God bless you. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Sister Maka for this wonderful privilege to the God's through the affirmation as well as the communion. On the screen, you find the affirmation. We declare in I walk in righteousness, I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I overcome the world. I made making this declaration five times this morning. It's a hundred times a day declaration. So please, at your private times, do make the remaining of it. Praise God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. 
Glory to God. I've overcome the world. I walk in love. I walk in love. Hallelujah. I walk in love. Paradoria. I walk in love. Hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. This too, in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the communion of the body of Christ. We declare as we break this bread and eat it. Sickness has nothing in us. Sin has nothing in us. We are divinely favored. We walk in righteousness. We walk in love. We walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have overcome the world. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise God. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he has stopped, saying, This cup is in New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. Oh, the blood that speaks favor, the blood that speaks grace, the blood that speaks salvation, the blood that speaks prosperity. We thank you for this blood that speaks better thing than that of Abel. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus as we take the cup. We affirm that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We affirm that we are favored and grace. We affirm that we are, the, we are the ones strengthened and to strengthen others and we strengthen our world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Go ahead and take the cup now. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I'd like to use this opportunity to say a very big thank you to the Sister Maka for this great privilege to take us through the communion. Praise God. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Pastor Deborah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Justin Brother Martins. Good morning once again. Thank you, Sister Maka, for this opportunity. I need celebration time. We just have a couple of minutes to celebrate this morning. Praise God. So if it's your birthday or the birthday of a loved one, come to the chat room and let us know what exactly we are celebrating with you about. Hallelujah. Glory, glory to God. And if this is your first time of joining us in Inspired by the Word, we would like to meet you. We would like to welcome you. So come to the chat room. Let us know your full name. What state or city you're connected from if it's within Nigeria? If it is outside of Nigeria, let us know the country. Glory. And who invited you? Very important. Praise God, praise God. Birthdays, anniversary, we're celebrating a loved one. Let us see it in the chat room. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, praise God. Since we don't have any celebration today, thank you so much, Sister Maka. Over to you right now. Praise Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. Hello, everybody. Happy New Week. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. Welcome to another time of devotion. Always a blessing to be here. Praise God. And I want to say big congratulations on the three days of the March edition of Healing Streams Live Healing Services with the Man of God, Pastor Chris. So much happened. So much happened all around the world. And I don't know if there are those who would like to share, like to share what their experience was. For me, the teachings, you know, the things that Pastor shared concerning our life and future in Christ. Um, being a people who have been trained in um, projecting message a day, you know, and the way that we have learned how to take the word of God for what it is, apply it to our lives. It was such a beautiful time for me. Is there anyone who would like to share experience at the Healing Streams? By the way, thank you so much, esteemed um, co-host. Thank you for all the different segments handled. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Who would like to share? Did we, did we all attend the healing streams? All right, it's in Pasukura. Go ahead, please. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity. So I'm just going to like give like an overview of my experience at the healing streams, which was basically that from day one, day two, and day three, what pastor was teaching about was the life of a Christian, the life of a believer, the life that you're supposed to be living. You know, he started the first day, you know, talking about fools. A fool says that there's no God. And he said, separate, don't be an affiliate with a fool. You know, don't relate with people, don't find yourself where you have to be uh, in a certain kind of, in the same space, you know, of um, uh, leading a discussion with people, <laughs> you know. And what he was saying, I'm sure that some people be wondering, like, how does that now relate to my sickness? How does that relate to, you see? But that's, that's, that is the life where, the, if, if the life, living the life of a fool brings problems, it brings a lot of challenges, you know, and we have learned here that wisdom, wisdom, we have learned so much about wisdom. So it was more like, we can't, we can't be in that space, we can't be in that space. And Pastor taught, especially yesterday, he went deep into it, talking about who you are in Christ, 
your life, you know, the life you're supposed to be living. Ah, it was just, it was just very exciting. I, I, I made the conclusion. I said, this is not a, it's not a healing message. <laughs> it's for the life that we ought to live, who we, who we are, you know, in Christ. We've been predestined unto excellence. We've been predestined unto glory. God, God, God planned ahead of time for us to live a glorious life. He said, mediocrity is gone. There's no place for small things in my life. I'm a king. You know, I'm in charge. That is the life that God called us into as a new Christian. And now it's not even just a calling. It's the life that we are actually living. So you have to realize that that is the standard. So step up because you already have the life of God in you. You already have Jesus Christ inside of you. So he's living inside of you and living through you. So step up. That is, that is where you are supposed to be operating from. So he gave us like the standards of life where we are supposed to be living as a Christian. Praise God. Thank you so much, ma'am. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, um, just like what you were saying yesterday's message, I think it was just the completion, you know, um, where um, 3 John 2 says that, um, I will above all things that thou may prosper and be in health. You know, in the la- it's a healing program. So Pastor has been talking to us a lot about our health. And yesterday, he just went into our wealth, you know, our prosperity. <laughs> so I, I think it was just like balancing the equation according to that scripture. Because God doesn't just want you healthy. He also wants you wealthy. He also wants you prosperous. You know, and that's one thing that the Lord has been talking to us in this house. Now you understand why the Lord would not sit in our hearts to build schools, to build hospitals, the things that we have said that we're going to do in this house. I hope you know that they are possible and I hope you know that we will do them, right? Praise God. All things are possible to them that believe. Glory to God. Esteem Sister Jasmine. Good morning, esteemed, esteemed Sister Waka. Good morning, family. Thank you so much for the amazing opportunity. Okay, I the Healing Streams Live Healing Service was so amazing. And um, Pastor was talking yesterday, and there's something striking. He, he actually said that I was, I had to write it down. And Project, project the Message today is, is key because Pastor was talking about Technon and heroes, and it was like, ah, I already knew this, you know, because I've been listening. You know, Pastor said, um, man's basic problem are spiritual. It means that life is very spiritual, and people actually understand this, but they don't know that most of the things that happen in their lives is due to um, their lack of spirituality, not because they don't know that life is actually spiritual, is because maybe they feel okay. The doctor can do much for me, and uh, let's let's just go to the hospital, and it's it will solve the problem. But they don't know that actually using the name of Jesus can really really do a lot for them. That's one. He says the word of God is what makes us prosperous, and thank God in this house we've been taught to actually make the word of God our number one. And that's something very, very um, important. He says, someone can tell the facts <laughs> and not the truth. I was like, eh? He said, yes, 
someone can say something okay this is the fact but it's not totally the truth and that means somebody can, okay if you go for um some people some people go for that um to the hospital to get tested for something he said it's the fact but that's not the truth the truth is the word of god in fact pastor just told us everything he said the word of god is the basis of everything in fact he said if you want to go for healing or you want to know anything about healing um i think a message you listened to a few few days ago he said you should go to the word anything anything is in the word so pastor pushed us back to the word of god and told us in fact he he, he went all through everything that we need everything he talked about the health he talked about your association he talked about prosperity pastor talked about everything and i am so glad i i partook in that in the program praise god. god praise god thank you so much Stacey jasmine for sharing apparently even myself i was saying that you know when i was thanking god yesterday for the man of god and i was like ah see my life coach you how can Pastor Chris be your life coach and you will not succeed in this life? Like, I was just so excited. And I mentioned the fact that I was so grateful for Project Message Day. You know, Pastor was telling us about the word of God being a mirror. And he said that many of you this morning, you're getting ready for work. You probably have already looked into the mirror today. Or before you get home, you look into the mirror. Some of you have gone to work already, depending on what time it is in your country. Some of you are preparing for work. Some of you are going to bed. But there's literally no, no day that you don't get to look into the mirror, you know, in your house. What's the idea of looking into the mirror? To see how you look. And the thing about looking into the mirror is that when you look into the mirror and you see how you look, Many times we make adjustments. How many of us have observed that? Many times we make adjustments. Oh, maybe your hair wasn't properly combed. Oh, maybe um, there was something, um, um, there's, there's this um, stain somewhere around your head or your scalp or you know your face. Ladies, you can't even do your makeup without a mirror. So that means the mirror determines how you end up looking before you set out of the house. And as you go out of work, as you go out for work, you remember what you look like in the mirror. You know, when you carry yourself, ah, knowing that ah, I'm a fine baby, I'm looking very fine today. What's giving you the confidence that you're looking very fine today? It's because of what you saw in the mirror, right? So if, imagine that, you know, some of you, you have looked at the mirror, you say you were fine. They are very, very amazing, funny people. And somebody, maybe somebody that was upset with you now insulted you see how you look like something you know after a while you you probably sit down and say ah he said that i look like the same but i looked at the mirror today now why is he insulting me like that you know um maybe if you if you if you work with a very toxic boss that just talks anyhow you know you are you are you are trying to compare what the person said and what you saw in the mirror is somebody following me so the basis on which you, you, you are judging you is you are weighing everything that anybody says based on the picture that you saw in the mirror. You know that, uh, uh, but I looked at the mirror now. I know how I left the house. In fact, if there's mirror, you go back to the mirror and look again and say, ah, this thing that this person said, is it true? But I looked at myself before I left the mirror. Maybe 
maybe something now went wrong while you were not looking at the mirror. And I said, hey, okay, this is what the person was saying. You know, my makeup, ah, something is staying me here. You're not cleaning it. What, is, what are you doing? You are consistently adjusting to what the mirror shows of you. If this is so, or physical mirror, you then understand when he says that the guy that looks into the mirror of the word, he now goes and forgets who he is. Somebody insulted you. You now forget what the word said about you. Somebody told you they will not give you a job. You now forget that the word told you that you are the inheritor of the whole earth. Somebody told you that they will not pay for your food. They will not give you food to eat. You now forget that the word says that God is your shepherd. You forget all that you see in the word. The same way you were weighing the words of that boss. That, ah, no, my boss cannot say this now, but I looked at the mirror. You kept remembering that you saw yourself in the mirror before you left the house. Why, why should we then not remember the mirror of the word that we saw of ourselves? And this is why, you know, of every so often I'm telling you, please joke with Project Immersity Day. I cajole, I instruct, I, I inspire, I, do I threaten? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm just like anything inspired by the word serious. Um, I, I don't, you cannot not do inspired by the word. I'm sorry, um, project a message a day. And I'm like, take project a message a day serious because you get to look at the mirror every day, every day. And another point, you know, where I saw the word of God, you know, many of you have been fasting this period and, you know, some of you are happy that you get to break before healing streams. But today we go back to fasting till 4 p.m. <laughs> And our 3.45 p.m. prayers and 9.30 p.m. prayers resume, you know? And you're like, oh, okay, praise God, I'll break by four. But imagine not eating for the whole day. And then, of course, I know many of you have learned to fast, but you know that physically, it tells on your body when you have not eaten. It's the same way if you, give, by the time you get so addicted with projects and messages, I don't know how many of you have observed it, by the time it's getting to the end of the day, if you have not done projecting message day, you'll be feeling awkward. You'll be feeling like something is not complete, like something is not right. You'll just be like, what was it? this day has not ended. What, what exactly is the problem? You're just feeling like something is not right. It's the, same, it's the same hunger you feel physically when you have not eaten the whole day. And you've walked and walked and walked and walked. You know, you now get home. Sometimes you're even too tired to eat, but you know you are hungry. So my brothers and my sisters, the physical is an imitation of the spiritual. So why do you want to go a day? You didn't feed your spirit. For many of you, inspired by the word gives you that opportunity to start off your breakfast. For some, it's not breakfast, depending on what time it is in your country. So there's food. Every day, you have inspired by the word. You have projects and message a day. So, um, you know, and then there's a confidence I have. You know, Pastor was saying yesterday, um, throughout the three days, and he was talking about truth. And he was saying how that, um, you know, the kingdom of God works by knowledge and by proclamation and how that it's only in the word of God that you find truth. He talked about the, 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 the testability of the Bible, how that the Bible has been tested. It's the best book, is the, is the most proven, you know, that the contents are true. 
And then he talked about the fact that as a Christian, you need to use the word. He said, if you want to know the will of God, if you want to do the will, if you want to walk in the will, you need to know the will. And if you want to know the will, you need to know the word of God. And you know, every time pastor will make such statements, I say, Father, thank you for members of inspired by the word. We know the word. We know the will of God. And you know, every so often pastor is in us and he's saying how that you need to learn the word and you need to talk the word. He talked about homologia, saying the same things that God has said. And we're doing these things in this house every day. Brothers and sisters, we cannot be poor. We cannot be broke. We cannot be sick. Many of us have seen how that by our own hands, right? We have mastered the act of keeping ourselves in health. Before inspired by the word, some of you, you were in and out of hospital. I remember Sister Pearl Abrimes testimony. Her HR in her office took notice of the fact that ah, this lady, they used to call her from the HMO um, um, office to say, oh, Pearl has, was in the hospital. She was in the hospital every two months. Suddenly, they have not seen Pearl in the hospital that her HR had to ask. And she said, ma, communion is working. You know, so just look at these things. If it can work in your health, it can work in your finances. And I want to encourage those of you. You've been talking about your finances. You've been talking about your prosperity in Christ. You've been talking about giving billions as tithes. Don't stop. If it prevailed in your health, it will prevail in your finances. Don't stop. Don't stop. Let the testimonies of the past let you know that the word of God works. So don't give up. Don't stop talking. Ah, when my alarm goes off. My minimum account balance is in the billions. You know, there are times when the devil wants to tell you, ah, 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 Amara, you don't need to talk, you don't tell. How far the billions now? I say, Gerard, my minimum account balance is in the billions. I begin to laugh. I begin to quote the scriptures. I say, on the basis of the word of God in Ephesians 3, verse 8, verse 20, you know, I quote it. I say, oh, on the basis of the scripture. I boldly affirm that my minimum account balance is in the billions. You know, he said he has said so that we may boldly say, brothers and sisters, it has prevailed in your family. Many of you have testimonies for your family. A brother, the other day, Sister Makazi was sharing about how her son came home. We are proud of this song. You know, it's been a long time coming, right? We've prayed at different times. She would testify. We've prayed. But Martin says, Lord, I have prayed concerning that son. Many of us have prayed concerning that son. Today, we get to witness the testimony. The son is home. Brothers and sisters, if it prevailed in Sister Makazi's son's life, it will prevail in your own life. Let the testimonies that you, some of you don't join the, the meeting on Saturdays. That's where we take testimonies. Let the testimonies that you had in this house be the proof that, 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 that the word of God is working and it will prevail in all those circumstances wherein we're applying it. Bible says when the cup is full of rain, they will empty themselves. The one in your health was full and it emptied. Don't stop talking about your wealth. You know why most of you have health testimonies? Because every day you really get to talk about your health. Just the time when we break bread, the, the, the word of God is directed in the area of your health. The amen you are saying, the repeating of those, um, um, the word that Brother Martin is saying to us, something is happening in your health. So it seems like that cloud got full in time. So don't stop talking about your wealth. 
Within 30 days of supernatural blessings, how many of you have gone back to those meditation cards again? How many of you have gone back to those memory verses again? You know, um, Lord is gracious and he can. And I am excited about life in Christ. Sister Linda, in the next two minutes, please share with us what's going on in your heart. Can you omit from your end, Sister Linda? Your hands Good morning, ma'am. Go ahead, Thank you ma so much, Mo, for the opportunity. Um, I also just wanted to share. Uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. Uh, with me, I was, I was so touched of what Pastor spoke, uh, especially on the first day where he said, we were called by the gospel. And uh, Pastor was also more encouraging us to be soul winners, where he said, we need to, to share what we know, like in last night's message, where he said, how can we be quiet of something that we know, this truth that we know. And uh, also with the testifiers, I was so amazed. I'm so grateful for this group, because most of them that testified they, they used the word before they were prayed for. So they prepared themselves with the word of God. And I was so grateful to know because this message that we listen every day, it builds our faith. There are things that we keep on winning day by day. And, and, and also where pastor says, Jesus gave birth to us with the word of truth. So it was very inspiring for me. So I want to thank you, Ma, for, for the encouragement and for everything that you are investing in us. It's, it's because of these things that we know that we even add on the knowledge that we have when our man of God. It's just like a confirmation of, of the word that we've been listening. Thank you so much, Ma, for the opportunity. Praise God. Thank you so much. For me, just um, to add to what Satinda is saying is is how I'm able to like um, understand. I don't know how many of you, if that's your experience. Like, it's so easy to catch what Pastor is saying. It's so easy to to testify. Um, how, how do I put it? It's so easy to understand what Pastor is teaching because of the training that we have with Inspired by the Word. How many of you have that experience compared to before, you know, ministry programs before? Sometimes after the day, you're even asking yourself, what did I learn today? <laughs> you understand. But you enter a, 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 the, the meeting and your heart, before pastor starts, starts for five minutes, like you're already screaming, you've entered into the word that pastor is sharing. You literally can catch it. Before pastor will say, okay, something was happening to me this period. Pastor will be saying something. I'll complete the statement before pastor says it. Like, I'm like, how do you know that that's what pastor wants to say? We are trained. We are pastor's children. We are being trained. You know, when you have a teacher that teaches you or even your mother, and it's just like when we know that, when pastor will say that, if I catch you sleeping, some of us will just help him to complete it. You will be sorry, <laughs> you know? So there are just many things that as pastor is sharing, you're like, you have literally completed the statement because we're students of pastor. 
student or pastor. We hear pastor every day. And I'm thinking, you know, yesterday pastor was talking about his portfolio, his DS, DS, DSC, DSCDD. And, you know, I was, I was so excited. I said, ah, now my life coach begins so, ah, if, if this is my life coach, what is my life going to be like? And he's coaching me every day. He coaches me with Rhapsody. He coaches me here at Inspire That Word. He coaches me with Project and Message a Day. This ministry program is coaching me. Ah, I'm made. I'm made for life. And the thing about life coaches is that a life coach is able to produce their life in the person that they are coaching. So if Pastor Chris is wealthy, ah, I know that I'll be wealthy, you know? If Pastor Chris is healthy, I know I'll be healthy. Everything that I've seen in the life of Pastor Chris, I will see in my life because Pastor Chris is my life coach. Praise God. Brother Martins, you were raising your hand earlier. Can you do it in two minutes? Oh, thank you, Lord. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity. Praise God. You know, I was just thinking about what Pastor shared with us during the healing streams. And... Um, after the day one, I was thinking, I said, how far more? What more do we, what more do we expect? Then Pastor started day two when he talked to, when he gave us um, Romans chapter 8, verse 29. And that scripture says, for whom he did foreknow, he did also predestinate to conform to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. He now began to teach us about the firstborn, being the joint hair, being the hair of all things. Then the striking one was the scripture that Pastor brought home again. As in, I thought about that scripture over and over and over. Then he said, John chapter 17, verse 22 to 23, and the glory which thou givest me, I've given unto them, that they may be one, even as we are one. He says, I in them and thou in me, that they may be perfect in one. So one of the greatest will, desires of God for man is the perfection of the Trinity, where God, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, and us, we become perfect in one. No wonder, you know, the Bible says when, um, when Jesus Christ, when he had, when he had fulfilled his, um, his mandate on earth, he said, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is appropriate in him. Then he now says, he pleases the Father, that in him should the Father and the Spirit dwell, the fullness of the Godhead dwell. Then he now said, and we are complete in him. We are complete. So the completion of us is in him. As in he comes into us with the fullness of deity and it will become complete. I thought about it yesterday. I pondered it. Oh God, oh God. What has God made us? What have we become? In this house, every day we quest, we, we taste after knowledge. We go for the word every day. Because... There is a perfection that we have attained, complete in Him. Praise be God forevermore. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know, Pastor said something that having shared in this glory, he said it is not by your salary. See, God answered you to live by your salary or your business. How many of you heard that? You know, after the session yesterday, I remember praying and I said, Father, I thank you. I withdraw from my inheritance in Christ. I'm a joint heir with Christ. Everything he owns, I own. I make a demand on that which I own in Christ. I this By this, I know that I will do the billions. I will do the trillions. I will do the quadrillions. I will do the decillions. I will do the zillions. Glory to God. 
You know, so he put springs on my step and gave me more confidence in my proclamation of faith. Brothers and sisters, we will do the billions. We will do it. We will do it. You know, saying that we live in health, saying that, oh, there was a miracle during the communion segment, saying that, oh, I got an answer while I was listening to Project Messenger, it's become common in this house, in the same vein. Testifying about the billions. Ah, Sister Macau, you know, today we we're in our church. My pastor just was talking about how that we wanted to build a new church. We got a new venue and all of that. We wanted to build and the project estimation came to about 200 million. <laughs> While my pastor was just talking, I just wired 300 million to my pastor. I'm like, hey, glory. And in fact, we're not even screaming because he's talking about the millions. You understand? Because it's normal to give him the billions. That's how it's going to become commonplace in this house. And brothers and sisters, say amen. Say amen. You don't, you may not know how it's going to happen, but say amen. Say amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm thinking about Joseph how he went from being a prisoner to being the one controlling all the wealth of the world. I'm a world wealth manager. I'm the world's wealth manager. I'm the world's wealth administrator because God gave this whole world to me. I'm a joint owner of this world with Christ. And this is the basis where we cast out demons. They cannot have a manifest, you know, in our world. They cannot just behave anyhow in our world. We cast them out and then we distribute angels. Pastor distributed angels of healing yesterday. The same way we can distribute angels of peace. We can distribute angels of prosperity. Your community is not prospering. Your nation is not prospering. Cast out the demons and replace the desolate heritages with angels. So we have things we can use. We have tools. We have weapons. We have principles we can apply. Ah, we cannot be victims in this life. Heavenly Father, we thank you. At this moment, we honor you with our offering. Even as we send our offering to our different churches, Father, thank you. Because the fruit of our increase is blessed. And yes, this harvest comes in swiftly, in a thousandfold at the least. By the power of the Holy Spirit, I invoke the, the, the power of multiplication on this offering. It goes off, it goes out, it goes into our future, it goes into our aeon to reproduce itself by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father, because experience the ministry of angels. We experience favor with you and with men everywhere we go in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Please send your offerings to your churches. God bless you. Now we'll quickly take the prayer of salvation it's on the screen. You're here. You need to say this prayer. You want to rededicate your life to Christ or you haven't said the prayer before. Just repeat after me. Oh, Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Christ Jesus, Son of the living God. I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Glory to God. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I'm born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I'm now a child of God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Brothers and sisters, it's a beautiful week for you. Return with testimonies. Glory to God. i like us at this moment to unmute our mics and share the benediction. 
and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. 